0: Welcome listeners to a new year and a new partial historians. I am one of your hosts, Doctor Even More Radness in 2015.
1: Welcome, welcome. <laughs> and I am at my current level of radness, Dr. Greenfield. <laughs> I don't know if you look even
0: more rad this year to me, but maybe it's because I haven't seen you in a while. Thank
1: you. I think my skin is looking particularly well in the summer
0: year. I know. Well we through away in, mm. in the Sydney heat. But enough of that. We have important things to discuss, We Dr. do. G. Very important things to discuss. It's been a while since we did an episode, but we are at the end of the regal period. Oh my god. I know. And the last podcast we did, I believe someone died in rather tragic circumstances.
1: It, it was unfortunate, <laughs> yeah. wasn't it? Um, Servius Tullius, uh, his body sort of dragged around and run over a bit by, by his finger. own daughter. Yeah. Yeah, you know. <laughs> what a way to ring in the New Year. That's the Choo-tool. way it goes. Yeah. <laughs> we'll <see the> head. <laughs> Sad face big Indeed, time. yeah. But this leaves us with the last man standing. The man who's instigated the whole coup, as it were. Yes. Uh, one Lucius Tarquinius later known as Superbus
0: ah yes now I believe Superbus even though I used to have lots of fun by remembering him as the (laughs) superbus actually means proud yes (laughs) or
1: haughty you know
0: those sorts of things arrogant basically all qualities that you probably aren't going to appreciate look it's like
1: having douche for a nickname (laughs) let's face it
0: Lucius Taquinius oh god
1: it's a new year. It's yeah. a
0: whole new you. <laughs> yeah. Had to start with a song. You know I do. Okay, yeah. So, Lucius Taquinius has basically just killed his own... Fa- well... His father-in-law? Maybe not personally killed, but... Yeah, well, he's, he has. he's
1: been a prime mover Yeah, the whole pretty thing. much.
0: He did throw him bodily out of the Senate, <laughs> yeah. apparently. This and h- then send people after him to kill him, so yes.
1: Yeah, this is kind of a problem. So, yes. the year is... 534 BCE, apparently, according mm, oh yes. to the yes, Roman apparently. sources. Yes, Now, Lucius Tarquinius,
0: as you may recall, listeners, from our previous episode, which I know you all listened to, of course, he's meant to be the son of a previous king.
1: He is. There's a little bit of dispute about yeah, this. Yeah,
0: like I mean, father-son, when there's this... 44-year reign or something in between them. Would you deny mm. a man his continued fertility? <laughs> well, I think it's more the fact that he's, it's not like he's not around for very long in Servius Tullius' reign. Like We can't exactly say when he appeared, but he's around in that he's old enough to marry the daughter and whatnot and you know, start causing trouble. You would assume he's of a certain age by that stage, and if you tack on a reign to that, it still makes him quite old. Hey, or, or. hey, or, yeah. but wait for <laughs> exactly. it. Exactly. So, some scholars have suggested that maybe it's actually the grandson of the and, previous... And not <laughs> just
1: scholars, even the Romans themselves exactly, are sort of yeah. having issues with this. They're yeah, like, you they know, to, it doesn't make sense. Well, they've, yeah. they've made up the numbers, let's face yeah, it. Exactly. And then they're trying to reconcile the intergenerational gap <laughs> yeah. that has been created by having made up the numbers. Totally. Uh, yeah. So,. <laughs> It's like, a minor point anyway. I just well, that I'd
0: point it out. So, Superbus yeah. yeah. is
1: either yes. the son mm. of Lucius Tarquinius Priscus. Yes, yes or the grandson. Right, exactly. According to yeah. our various ancient sources they they, they like to vacillate yeah. between those two options. And
0: so we're really kind of getting into the stage of the monarchy where we actually have a king who's really, really related to a previous Yes, king, and this is a huge
1: problem. It is, yeah,
0: it hasn't really happened before because like, there's been yeah. marriages and
1: stuff. but nothing. This is not how Rome does kingship. Yeah. No, it does not. Um, <laughs> they like to have an interrex, as we are well aware. Indeed. And they like to like think about who might be right for the job and then they like to have a bit of a vote about it yes this is an interesting thing which i've never
0: really talked about before i have uh modern scholars that i have read that is have pointed out that this whole process of choosing a king or electing a king or whatever you want to put it's remarkably similar to some of the things that happened under the republic Are the Romans perhaps uh, back-reading a little
1: bit? Are the Romans romanticizing their own history? I know,
0: I know. I feel like an idiot for even suggesting it. I'm going to just say no. (laughs) No. You've said it's just a
1: weird coinky dink, right?
0: Yeah, look, yeah. question everything. Yeah. That
1: that would be my philosophy yeah. here. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Yeah. so they don't have this. They don't have this thing. They have quite a violent thing. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, and the, the crux of the matter is that Tarquinius comes to power via different means yeah. from the other kings. As and this is crucial to the narrative. Yes, because Superbus is going to be the last. Of the kings. Yeah. So any differentiating factors about his rule yeah. come into play later on.
0: Yeah, and I mean, it's not like he just kills or, you know, organises the assassination of his father in law, the previous king. He doesn't stop there. <laughs> he st- obviously of course he's, not. Yeah, obviously not everyone is going to be on board with this kind of movement in, what? The political, yeah, what? in the political scene. And so people who are still perceived to have been yes you know, servius's men or supporters
1: apparently he puts them to death Mm. oh yeah bad start bad start you know it's the sort of thing where he's like he's very conscious that he's come to power through violent means yes and he's also quite happy to continue maintaining power through violent Violent means means. yeah um so he gathers around him uh, like a strong bodyguard smart i'll give you that he's not dumb (laughs) everywhere he goes he's got a bunch of armed men yeah this makes him difficult to assassinate in the early days yeah and yeah, basically, he's
0: just off to a rocky start all round because it's not like he can say the people loved him so much they voted him into power. It's not like the Senate loved him so much they chose him, you know, or, or said, okay, yes, we're going to rubber stamp, your approval or anything like that. He just takes it. And so he can't trust that anyone really likes him.
1: Yeah, it's a and huge he problem. Yeah, he, you know, he what do says, you do?
0: Yeah, yeah, he basically says, <laughs> kind of a bit like, I suppose something like Caligula will say later on, I'm just going to run with the fear thing and forget about the love. Yeah.
1: It's very Machiavellian. Yeah, it is. Um, he sets up a whole bunch of trials, yeah. um, gets his close buddies to put up people for trial who he suspects of disloyalty and yeah. threat to his power, has them uh, put into the courtroom, and then is. turns out that he gets to be the judge uh-huh. of these trials.
0: Oh, how convenient.
1: Yeah. Guilty. Yes. Guilty. I, it turns out that these trumped up charges that we're not sure about, you're definitely guilty of. Yeah,
0: and not everyone is killed, I suppose. Some
1: people just have to give up everything they own. Yeah, some are executed, <laughs> some yeah. are exiled, some just have all of their property confiscated. Yep. This makes the purpose quite rich. Mm-hmm. Um, convenient, convenient. Yeah, yes. once the undesirables, flash rabbits, <laughs> the undesirables are removed from the Senate, he just repopulates it with his own supporters. Yeah.
0: Clever. Uh, uh, it's not like it's the first time we've seen this, but it's not like no. in the same circumstances. Um, <laughs> yeah, and the
1: sense in which that, that we're really dealing with yes men. Yes. Um, Dionysius of oh, Haliconassus yes. emphasizes. Yes, Dr. G. Absolutely. I totally agree with everything. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I see your <laughs> and I like it. <laughs> um, like so our sources seem to indicate that not only is he populating them with his puppets, but yeah, yeah. he is telling them what to do before he goes in there as well it's not just like a heavy emphasis and kind of uh persuasion here and there it's like like, wink wink yeah it is a direct (laughs) sort of like (laughs) this is what you're going to do and say when we get into this room (laughs)
0: yeah and that's fair enough um and also he also wants to look
1: abroad He's not just going to focus on Rome itself.
0: No. He wants to expand his influence into other arenas.
1: Well, of course, as you do. Um, yeah. And who better um, to wage a war with than, can you guess... Oh, I don't think I can. <laughs> they start with S. Ooh, the Sabines?
0: No. No? Yes. yes.
1: <laughs> I tease you. I, tease, I kid you not. I was going
0: to say... The Sabines haven't really had enough too. war already. <laughs> Well, I mean, God, they're practically part of the population. Come on, guys.
1: (laughs) Give them a break. Yeah, those poor old Sabines again.
0: Yeah, look, I mean,
1: there were a few issues. Mm. Um, He realises he can't go into it straight away. Yeah. yeah. uh, Decides that possibly he needs some allies um, from wider Italy to help him out. Uh, Now, let me think. The Latins, perhaps? Of course. Of course. Of course.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Indeed. So, yes, making alliances that he's super strong before he embarks on any rash
1: <laughs> Whoa, yeah, mean. yeah. So he gets um, one of these uh powerful figures from amongst the Latins. Yep. A guy called Octavius Mamilius. Mm. Gets him on side straight away yep. um by offering his daughter uh as a, as a into marriage. Nice. Okay, yeah. So Seal yeah. the deal with a little Work bit of yeah. uh <laughs> Female as economic device. Um, (laughs) That's all we're good for. uh, uh, Ouch. (laughs) Ouch. I can't deal with the nuance of the gender (laughs) argument right now. But Uh, suffice it to say, um, yeah, in a patriarchal society, mm. um, how do you secure the alliance? Marry off your daughter. Fair enough, yeah. Yeah. so this means that he's got one of the most powerful figures of the Latins on sign. Yep. And then he decides that, you know, you need to sort of bolster that by having sort of like a big meeting with the rest of them. And, you know, just yep. sort of... I have to say, this reads like a really weird episode, this story you're about to tell. This is, is going to be great. <laughs> yeah. I love the melodrama of all it's of this. So,
0: it's so deliciously paranoid.
1: <laughs> 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 I can't even tell you. <laughs> it's the sort of stuff you only read about in books. Indeed. <laughs>
0: Roman history. <laughs> Roman <laughs> history looks <are> that. <laughs> and the bold and the beautiful.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: Prepare yourselves, listeners. Yeah. Okay, so basically, yeah, he summons uh, the Latins and says, let's have a let's meeting. Let's have a
1: meeting, guys. Yeah,
0: exactly. Um, because I have some issues
1: we need to chat about. Yeah, and yeah. you know, I think we've got like this mutually beneficial thing going on. So, yeah. like, let's like sort that out and not out the details. Yeah, so he lets them arrive early ish, and he's not going to arrive till sometime later. Oh look, you know yeah. the Latins turn up at the designated time for yeah. the meeting exactly, and yeah. and Superbus just doesn't arrive, right yeah, just does not turn up. <laughs> it's like, dude, uh, insulting.
0: Yeah, and so naturally, all people who were there decide to sort of just start talking to each other. <laughs> <laughs> well, we're here. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So they start having a little council meeting, uh, and a particular guy, Turnus Hedonius Her- Her- uh, <laughs> of a Ariki- was he a or a Well, you could. Okay, well, either one of those. (laughs) Basically, starts bitching about
1: Tarquinius. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Now look, the guy. According to Dionysius, um, there's a bit of a backstory here because Turnus was in line. He was Mm. in one of the negotiations to marry. Superbus's daughter, and he misses the final cut, doesn't get the last rose. Bitter much. Mm. <laughs> mm. So, not particularly happy, yeah. got a bit of a chip on his shoulder. Yeah. And he starts to really lay into some criticism yeah. of Superbus. You know, he you knows. The... <laughs> he's called <close and> Superbus. <laughs> Have you thought about the man's arrogance? Have <laughs> you thought about his presumption? Have you thought <laughs> about the insult of not appearing at a meeting that he has called? How rude. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. As it turns out, Octavius Mamilius, the guy who did win the daughter, sure. also there at the meeting. He tries to do the minimize. Look, look, just wait. You know, maybe got held up. Maybe there was like a wet patch on the road. You know, (laughs) whatever it is that you can do. Maybe he got an axe
0: in the head. This
1: is happening. Maybe maybe the axle fell off some of the supply carts. Maybe his wife assassinated him. (laughs) I just don't know. (laughs) He's like, unforeseen circumstances, guys. Let's like, you know, go away, sleep on it, reconvene tomorrow. Yeah. And then, of course, Taquinius
0: finally rocks up just. This oh. Yeah, this is everyone's kind of debating about whether they maybe should just go <laughs> because he's clearly this meeting is totes over. Yeah, exactly. And so someone says to him, <clears throat> "Everyone's coming <gonna> <laughs> 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 so He starts to you know make up some excuse about you know some altercation which he had to settle and you know tries to sort of play it all down and say, "You know what? It's been a long day for everyone. Let's call it a day, guys. Let's <laughs> all just have a good <laughs> sleep and just forget about it and start afresh tomorrow." Mr. Turnus, he's But. Not, yeah, no, he's but, not happy. <laughs> yeah,
1: not a happy camp. Yeah, Turnus
0: basically just says, Hello, father and son dispute. Boom! The son should just obey the father or else. Easily settled.
1: Not happy with your excuse at all, <laughs> <laughs> Have you considered that your excuse is unsatisfactory to me? Yeah,
0: so Taquinius is. Uh, he takes it on board, apparently, but <laughs> rather ticked off.
1: <laughs> uh, and decides. To hatch an evil plan. <laughs> <laughs> now this is interesting because yes. so you've been reading Livy coming I have into been this, reading Living, and I've yeah. been reading Dionysius and Halicarnassus coming into this. So don't tell me he doesn't hatch an evil plan. Oh no, he hatches an evil plan, but yeah. it comes about in a slightly different okay, way. Okay, please tell according, me. Please according according to yeah. my Greek source, go ahead. Um, so like so, the idea is in Dionysius' account is yeah. that um, Superbus turns up late. Yep. Quickly. Like, sort of brushes off the lateness. Is like, look, like I've arrived. Look, that's good. Yeah, let's get on with this. Yeah, and he's in the house. Yeah, <laughs> I'm here. I'm here. like us like, let's have a discussion. And he's like, you know, I need your help with the Sabines. You know, we should be in this together. It's gonna be great. And then Turnus sort of rocks up with some counter arguments to that, and right. he's like, look, you didn't come to the kingship mm-hmm. by right. Ooh, Um, that is different. (laughs) Yeah, it's not really in the Latins' interest uh, to go along with you because since you don't play by the rules anyway, (gasps) what are the chances are that you're going to play by the rules with us? Mm. And and also, this is quite inflammatory. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. And how dare you bring the history of the Romans and the Sabines into this? Just because Tarquinius Priscus had an alliance he's dead so the alliance dies with him mm. so you can't just play upon the historical factor here you're gonna to have to like start afresh yeah persuade me from the ground up wow that's so different to what mm. Livy says
0: because yeah basically basically um, um Livy says that Tarquinius gets one of Turnus's slaves on side mm. he gets him to plant swords Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, that happens. That happens. Oh yes. Okay, okay, oh yeah. Right, okay, cool. Oh, there's going to be some swordplay. Okay, do you worry. Basically, in the Greek source that we have here, it's basically calling Tarquinius out in much
1: more. Yeah, and yeah. Part of the gist of this seems to be that. Yeah. Um, so Tarquinius is like, wow, Turner seems to be being quite persuasive with the crowd right now, <laughs> and he's like, can I have? a night to think about my response <laughs> and instead he has, just an, evil plan. <laughs> he has <laughs> an evil plan Yes, yeah yeah gotcha okay. so yeah, yeah. yeah. and the, the thing to keep in mind with this sort of divergence in yes. the accounts is that the greeks are definitely running with the characterization of superbus as a tyrant
0: yeah and this is the whole thing about i mean basically either the roman or the greek but particularly i suppose the greek source that's what we have to keep in mind when we're reading this story. Mm, you know, we already definitely. talked a lot in every episode, I think we mentioned, that this period of Roman history, we really don't know what's true and what's not. We don't know what's, whether these people are mythical, semi-mythical, real, and it's very possible that their stories have been crafted to fit. And they may be fitting this story around, you know, the stories of the Greek tyrants. You know, like the tropes that have already been told about famous Greek tyrants and the way they behave.
1: Yeah, you definitely have this sense in which, be- because even the historians that we're reading yeah. aren't sure about what is happening in this time exactly, period, yeah. they're moulding it around their own moral conceptualizations yeah. as well. And
0: so a tyrant is someone who, you know, executes people without due course rapes women. Hold on to that though. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it does all these sorts of things, which, you know, I think we can agree sounds like a tyrant too. Um, so yeah. A
1: how, rebel yeah. who doesn't play by the rules.
0: <laughs> yeah, so it's kind of like, we're kind of wondering okay, so did this all really happen because it sounds so crazy but then again, how the hell would we know? Are we to say we know better than these people?
1: who Look, so I'm not going to de- deny myself a yeah. really good sort of juicy story Yeah, and we're right at the point at which the evil plan comes into that's effect. Let's go with the evil plan. Yeah,
0: okay, so. Slave is on side. Slave has been bribed or persuaded somehow. <laughs> Plants swords in Turnus's tent. And then makes claims that Turnus was planning to commit a murder. Ooh.
1: Ooh. And it must have been a conspiracy because it's not just one sword that's in the tent. It's lots of swords. Yeah, yeah. there seems to be um, a whole bunch of... Um, Turnus's servants are flexible. Yeah. As it were. And it doesn't take much for them to hide a stack of swords exactly. in and around his baggage. Yeah, exactly. Um, so according to Dionysius, Tarquinius comes out the next day and he's yep. like, Look, here's my defence. Yeah. Um, and he's like, Look, Turnus isn't like as squeaky clean as he appears. I mean he was quite happy to do business with me when my daughter was on the table. Yeah, exactly. And now check um, <laughs> it And turns out somebody's a bit sore about that. Yeah. And so he's like, so what sort of grounds does he have to stand on to criticize me? Let's face it. Uh, he then goes on to rule that Turn- uh, to, to argue that Turnus is really just seeking the rule of the Latins for himself. Mm. And he's actually beca- come to this meeting prepared uh, mm. to execute the plan. And that's why he's all aggressive and in his face. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Left in his grill, man. Yeah, and Tarkinus is like, look, you know, I've had really good sources come with to me with this information. This is not just an accusation. Yep. This is something I know. Turnus, on the other hand, is standing off to the side being like... Dude, I ate no swords in my tent. Like, yeah, exactly. Go, go ahead, to... check it.
0: <laughs> check it. You want to
1: check my tent? Check my tent. And unfortunately, of course, they do find mm, all the there might, be, <laughs> There might be some swords in Yeah, it. exactly. Oh, dear.
0: So, not looking so good for Turnus. And according to Livy's account, I don't know if Dionysius agrees with this or not, uh, basically he's not given much of a chance to defend himself, and he's basically dragged to... <laughs> local water
1: source and drowned oh wow no mine's much more exciting <laughs> okay. than that right. well, yeah. well uh, exciting I yeah. suppose <laughs> is a questionable term more exciting than being drowned <laughs> under a wicker creative stone yeah look. <laughs> like once they find the, the, the weapons yeah. uh, they basically turn on Turnus, huh? <laughs> and and he's buried alive
0: so kind of similar in that it's not a pleasant or quick death, but... You know, yeah. I
1: mean, just quickly dig a grave and shove yes. the guy in it. I mean, it just surely would take, you know, a mere hour or yeah. two <laughs> with a lot of men digging the hole. Um, yeah, see, mine sounds more believable because
0: it's <laughs> it does. Although they would have had to get together a lot of stones to put in the wicker crate mm, and then true. somehow secured him to that wicker crate.
1: Yes. Yeah. Sounds a bit Monty Python. Yeah, exactly. Um, <laughs> She's a witch. Yeah. <laughs> Yes, yeah, so
0: basically then Taquinius is free to deal with the Latins as he's yeah, watching. to Yeah, and do. the Latins
1: are all like, oh, that dude actually knows what's going on, like yeah. he's managed to pick up on that conspiracy
0: <laughs> yeah, uh, And he was only here for like
1: yeah. far less time than any of us <laughs> yeah, he, he arrived late even, so like <laughs> this dude's great Yeah, exactly. um, So um, they, they set up the treaty uh, they get it all really organised quite quickly on the spot, pretty yeah. much uh, Superbus wants to lock them in um, they have some oaths um, <laughs> I don't know. Please share it Well, they, the well they do. They yeah. do. Um, he also goes around and um, incorporates some of the other um, Italian peoples into various mm. alliances. Yeah, yeah. Um, he goes to uh, the Hunicans and the Volscians. Yes. Yes, yes, yes. and basically Seeking treaty with them as well? Yeah,
0: he basically seems to be using the argument as well that, you know, guys, you're going to be so much better off if you just make a deal with me, because then I won't, you know, decide one day to just raise your city to the ground, <laughs> like other kings have done.
1: <laughs> have you considered?
0: <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. The alternative. You, bit you bit. want to join my racket. Exactly. I'll <laughs> protect you. The end of my protection, yes.
1: Yeah, so well cool. this is this is interesting because this leads into um the designation of temple to Jupiter Latiaris Ooh. Mm-hmm. yes, uh, and they place this temple in an equidistant spot from all of the cities that are involved in this particular treaty. Now that is sweet. That's <laughs> nice. So a, according to Dionysus, about forty-seven cities involved yes. in this in this treaty. Yes, and they go there to this temple to Jupiter. Yeah, and there's an annual festival and sacrifice. And apparently, oh, nice. yeah, it's, yeah, it's still held even down to the historian's own time. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. They sacrifice <laughs> bulls. They bring milk. They bring cheese. They bring lambs. Everybody has a good time. It sounds delightful. Yes. It's nice, isn't it? So, having constructed a web of alliances, <laughs> he then Superbus drew. resumes his dream of a war with the Sabbath. <laughs> <laughs> So presumably these are not one of the people that you managed to talk into an alliance. Why would you try to talk the people that you want to go to war with into an alliance? You know what? I don't know.
0: (laughs) How stupid of me. Oh dear. So how does this war actually progress? (laughs) Oh, do tell. No, I honestly don't. Oh, really? Oh,
1: I can help you out. Yeah, please Okay, do. so... The yeah. thing this is in Libby. Oh! Oh, no, this is super important. Yeah. So he lays waste to much of their territory. Surprise! Yeah. yeah. Um, and he ends up um, leading his forces against a city called Sueza. Oh, wait, no, this is. Sorry. Yeah, gotcha. Yeah, Suessa so mm. Pomicia. Yes, nice. yes. Yeah. So the people are known as the Pompatini. Yep, uh, so cute. <laughs> How did um. you want to kill the Pompatini? Yeah. <laughs> so, anyway, the people of Sueza. Yeah. Um, Suessa is apparently known for its fortune. Mm. And they right. also had a heads up that he was coming. Right. And perhaps unsurprising given that he's been waging war with the Sabines. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and they're in that territory. And this is the one thing he probably has
0: going for him. I'm just going to throw it. Throw it in here.
1: Even though he might be a bit
0: of a tyrant and unlikable character, apparently he's not too bad at the old generalship.
1: Aspect. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I mean, things things go well for him, certainly on the battlefield. yeah, yeah. Um, he does seem to be quite a skilled general. Yeah, uh, he kills a whole bunch of the Suezans in battle yeah. and the rest flee behind their city walls. Wise. <laughs> and then the siege begins. Ah the siege <laughs> mm. How does that go? Well, they hold out for quite some time mm. but they get no aid from any of their neighbors. So that's a problem. That's nice. <laughs> which, which might have helped them hold out a little bit longer. Um, but eventually they became so physically weakened, they were unable to hold the city and he could just walk in. Right. Well, that's that's what it, you really want in a siege. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. Goodness knows how long this took. Um, but, you know, all the inhabitants who happen to have weapons at the time he wanders into the city are killed. Okay. Women well. and children taken away as prisoners. Yeah, yeah. And then he permits the plunder of the city. Ah, not much booty should be had, eh? Yes, everybody likes a, uh, a, their portion of the booty. And because Suezo is reputedly rich and it turns out to be true, yeah. they actually gather a stack of cash. Nice. Um, this, is, this is equivalent to once the redistribution takes place, because he takes one-tenth yep. for the dedication of a temple, yeah, and then he gives the rest equal in shares to the soldiers. Nice. Um, the one-tenth share for the temple is equivalent to 400 talents. Ouch. Now, in turn in realist terms, this is sort of the amount of money that it would have cost you to build the Pantheon in Athens. Wow. And this is going to be
0: this temple that you're talking about. This is going to be Jupiter. I don't know where
1: they got the money. <laughs> just hoarding. No, they, just
0: don't,
1: they don't go out much. They save up. the, answer, the economy out. is
0: very internal. Yeah.
1: <laughs> the money comes in and never goes out.
0: And this this money is putting towards the temple. Is this eventually going to be the temple temple of Jupiter
1: Capitolinus? Yes, mm. the Capitoline Triad. Very important. Yeah, yeah. this is, this temple is yeah this temple complex is hugely significant for, yeah. for Roman history from the point. That exists onwards.
0: And I think, isn't there a bit of confusion in the sources
1: sometimes about which Tarquin sort of came up with the idea for this temple? <laughs> yeah, so <laughs> yeah. like the, the suggestion is that um, Superbus is trying to finish the temple that Friscus yeah. wanted to build. Yeah, yeah, yeah And yeah. it only maybe sort of laid out the string around the, yeah. the area for and was like, <laughs> I'm going to build the temple there one I, day. It's <laughs> just a really good spot for a temple guys. <laughs> just give me time, give me time.
0: Yeah, (laughs) Uh, and then nothing happened, and then another king reigned, but then... Yeah, but then...
1: So this is all part of, presumably, Supervisors' way of sort of tapping into an idea of his right to rule. Yeah, Um, the legacy, The legacy of
0: his ancestor. Yeah, and it's going to take ages to build this temple, because it's not just going to be, you know, let's quickly erect something.
1: Well, yeah, Yeah. I mean, the the upshot of it is the temple is so complex, because it contains... Jupiter, Juno, and Minerva. Yeah. Um, The triad. uh, The the, the triad. (laughs) Yeah. The triad. The triad. (laughs) What? Losing my mind. Um, The triad. uh, They're all under one roof. Yeah. And so this is quite unusual for a Roman temple, anyway. Yeah. Um, But the complex is just really large, and it doesn't even get dedicated. So, Mm. like, the whole process isn't even finished.
0: Yeah. And until
1: after Superbus dies. Mm. Cool. Yeah. We'll get to that in the future. Yeah. (laughs) That's (laughs) for a whole (laughs) other episode, guys.
0: (laughs) Right, yeah, so cool. So he's, he's conquering people, he's building yes. temples. I had this whole um, lengthy conflict he has with a neighbouring
1: uh, town, mm. the, the, the Gabiai Gabi or Gabiai or something oh. like that. Yeah, I don't yeah um, well, I do have that, but I also have before that... Oh dear, Oh uh-huh. yes. Yeah, I My know. goodness, Livvy's just skipping over everything these days. Yeah, before that, I have this uh, set-down battle with the Sabine forces course yeah. i totally forgot about the Sabines again <laughs> sorry so he save takes mines, yes he takes suessa yeah and he's like all right and while he's in suessa doing the plundering and stuff yeah he hears some news that there is a Sabine army mm. coming for him in two portions Yeah, uh and he's like okay quickly gathers his forces together leaves yeah. a skeleton crew in suessa and is like don't lose the gold guys yeah <laughs> and starts marching after this Sabine force um there are two armies, one near a place called Eretum mm-hmm. and another at a place called Fidene. Yeah. And so he cleverly takes his whole army and sort of positions himself in a camp um, overlooking um, the forces at uh, Fid- at Eretum? Yes. Yeah, okay. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so he heads for Eretum and camps near the enemy, so they right. can see his forces. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they're like, "Ah, uh, shoot, he's turned up. <laughs> he's turned up." Um, and they're like, "It's okay, we've got that secret second army." <laughs> and, uh, but superbus being superbus has a cunning plan. Of course he does. <laughs> so he divides up his own forces during the night. Yeah, and sends half of his army down the road towards the second Sabine force.
0: Nice. Clever.
1: Yeah. So as the day dawns um, at Eritim, he gets ready for his battle with the Sabines. And the yeah. Sabines are like, his army is not that large as it turns out. <laughs> and they're like, we can do this. We can totally you do totally this. We can totally take these guys down. Yeah, yeah, we can do this. And we've got that other army that's coming. So that is going to be, we've got this covered. <laughs> We're just going to be awesome. Yeah, we've got this covered. They go into battle really confident of victory. And it seems pretty even for a while, but the trouble is Supervis has his forces who have marched away double back. Oh dear. <laughs> to come to come at the Sabines from behind. Oh my goodness, the poor Saban. The old <laughs> We've come at you from behind. <laughs> I hate that game. <laughs> it can be quite surprising. Yeah. <laughs> In any case. Yeah. Uh, the Sabine Force is like Well, aware that their fortunes have changed. like, oh no, attacked from the rear. Run away, run away! (laughs) Yeah, yeah. And they try to surrender, and most of them are chopped to pieces. Oh, dear. Yes. Where's the order in that? Yeah, so he thrashes the first army and then turns around with all of his might and starts pursuing the second. Right, yeah. I'm guessing they don't fare yeah well well, it's not very nice because like he's gathered up like the remnants of the sabines that they've killed and they're basically marching with the heads and body parts of the sabines at the front part of their army tasty so (laughs) when they approach the second army the first thing they get to see is their fallen comrades in various ghastly sort of horrific this is why the romans kick ass (laughs) They're As brutal. a battle strategy. Yeah. <laughs> very, I mean, it's demoralizing. Yeah. Let's yeah. face it. They are brutal. I yeah. Love it. <laughs> yeah. That's that's kind of what they do. <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah. So the Sabines had lost two armies and they sued for peace. The Sabines become the subjects yeah. of Superbus and are forced to pay periodical tribute.
0: Nice. So I guess this is pretty Ooh. much... The end of the same life. Yeah, look. <laughs> Being like a, a conflict with the room. Yeah, and as a
1: <laughs> to that story, you know, after that sort of battle, you know, that means it's nice and easy for Superbus to head back to mm. Suessa, yeah. pick up his skeleton crew, and then take all of that treasure back, back to, to Rome. Rome. <laughs> Very nice. So, <laughs> mm. all I really seem to have is this
0: pathetic
1: <laughs> conflict or skirmish, whatever you want to call it, with. The Gavia. Oh no! Look, this is going to be a great story as well. This is more <laughs> melodrama than I think even I can Yeah, because basically
0: he apparently you know leads an assault and it's not doesn't actually work out so well. Doesn't carry mm. all before him. So once again, siege time. <laughs>
1: all right, everyone likes a good old siege.
0: Yeah, and it's again just dragging on and not really accomplishing what he wants it to. So. Once more, get good old taquinius, <laughs> he turns to deceit and trickery. I have a cunning plan. Exactly. Except it actually is a cunning plan. It is. I like portraits. <laughs> <laughs> um, so basically, he's like, well, I guess this war isn't going so well. Yes, I better just go home and busy myself with my temple and whatnot. I'm really busy. So busy. Building, building, building. <laughs> <laughs> um and then he gets one of his sons to
1: pretend to desert oh uh, yeah so Which like is, yeah, yeah so this the is a melodrama yeah <laughs> this, so it's a purpose his son sextus yeah Gets into a bit of a set two with his father. Yeah, I
0: guess I guess the reason why he picks one of the younger sons is because I guess it's more believable, perhaps, that a young son would desert because he's not like directly going to yeah. be in line for succession. Perhaps
1: you know he's not he's not getting much. No, um, they pretend to disagree about the war and to make it look more believable. Uh, Suburbus has his son scourged with rods in the forum.
0: Yeah, and then Sextus is like, oh, my father, he's so cruel and yeah. oh, well,
1: You know that nickname of his. You've you heard <laughs> it, you've heard it, right? <laughs> so they let the rumors do, do their job. Exactly. Uh, rumor has a great role to play in this. And, <laughs> yeah. and news of this rift reaches uh, the Gabiniai.
0: Yeah, and the Gabinii are like, yeah, alright, cool, by all means.
1: Come and bunk with us, buddy, old pal. They're like, your father hates you. We'll take you in. And exactly. Sexus is like, look, you know, I can't even begin to stress how much my father hates me and how much I hate my father. <laughs> and I would basically just do anything. In fact, I really want to wage war against my father. Yeah, and you him guys much, yeah. are at war with my father. What a Yeah, we could we could go into an alliance. Together. Yeah. So apparently, he
0: actually manages to sort of work his way into like. Very important meetings
1: Yeah so like well he he not only Defects himself but he mm. has a whole bunch of his close Friends defect mm. and so he's like Look I'm bringing over all of my cool Roman Buddies yeah is that okay And they're like well I guess. sure One Roman with yeah, a whole bunch. Yeah. <laughs> um, So they come over and so he brings People he brings his clients He brings money mm. And All very appealing Yeah. And gradually as uh, The rift between father and son, grows, yeah. so do the number of Roman defectors mm. coming over Interesting. Uh, to Gabii. And, you know, they let them in, and uh, he perpetuates the uh, conflict with his father by uh, making incursions into Roman territory with forces yeah. and acquiring booty, uh, which, according to Dionysius, has been strategically left out by Superbus. He basically sort of plays up the fact
0: that, um, you know, in his newfound city, that he, you know, he, although he's very deferential and humble, um, he does say, but, you know, come on, guys, consider, I know both of you. I know the way the <laughs> Romans are, and I know how you are, so wouldn't it be clever to kind of make use of that special knowledge I have? And, yeah, they're like, you know what? That is a fantastic idea. <laughs> <laughs> we put you in command of our army. <laughs> exactly, yeah. Um, so, yes, he is, in fact, actually apparently made commander-in-chief what the
1: <laughs> and then the cunning plan begins to unfold yes indeed yeah. so th- everyone's loving him everyone's like oh
0: Sextus what would we do without you you're so awesome in the
1: meantime Sextus has contacted his father and he's like in secret and be like what do I do next daddy <laughs> Yeah, I, know. I love this it makes me just think of like some it's, it almost seems like a game the way he's like
0: Big bear, this is little bear. I'm in position. What do I want me to do? <laughs> <laughs> little bear, this is big bear.
1: <laughs> Help me out. Yeah, exactly. What's the plan, man? Yeah.
0: So basically, apparently, in Livy at least, this is what the king does. Basically, Sextus sends off her messenger saying, you know, what should I do now that everything's falling into place? <laughs> and the king realizes that this is awesome, but also precarious because he doesn't want to overplay his hand. Dangerous times. Yeah, so he doesn't want to give a verbal response that might be intercepted or passed on. So what he apparently does is, as the messenger is sort of just standing there looking at him, he walks along and cuts off the heads of the tallest poppies that are apparently growing next to him. And the messenger goes back and tells Sextus that this is what happened. And the messengers are like, that was freaking weird, man, I don't know what the hell that was. (laughs) But Sextus understands. The beginning of tall poppy syndrome? Yeah, exactly. This is where it comes (laughs) from, apparently. Yeah, basically, apparently, Sexta says, Aha! He wants me to start to get rid of the chief men of the state. Destroy it from within! (laughs) (laughs) I don't know how he couldn't have known that that was the plan. I know, To be honest. Yeah, Yeah. so he starts, you know, accusing them and basically... um, yeah, somehow he actually managed to get some of these people executed, or for people who he doesn't think he can take down in public, he apparently has put to death in secret. I don't know how that's not suspicious. Oh, look,
1: yeah. <laughs> things get even weirder yeah. uh, in Dionysius. Um, mostly because you start to see a nice sort of uh, doubling in terms of the narrative. Right, and yeah, so, do tell. So Sextus sort of comes out has, yeah. in, in assembly yeah. with the population yeah. of the gabbia and is like so dudes there's like definitely a plot against me going on in this city.
0: Ooh.
1: And they're like, "Really?" And he's like, "Yeah. Yeah. I reckon uh Antistius Petro is about to betray me." Wow. And Petro is a distinguished commander and a high up peacetime politician. So so we're talking one of the tall poppies, if yeah, you like. Yeah, definitely. Petro claims innocence, obviously, and offers to submit himself to investigation. <laughs> Dangerous move. No, <laughs> we've seen we've seen what happens when when people are like, sure, check my tent. Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah. Don't ever say that, people. Yeah. Don't ever say, sure, check. <laughs> by my By all means, yeah. <laughs> check my tent. Exactly. Yeah. This is, this, these will be by far close to the last lines you will ever speak. Yeah. In um, fact, I think. Just say so something we can relate to modern times. Don't ever say, "Sure,
0: there are no skeletons
1: in my cupboard <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, Petro's house is promptly searched, and discovered is a letter. Bearing the seal of Tarquinius Superbus. Oh my God! I wonder how that got there. I, I just don't know how it got there. The letter... dealings of the king of rome is the height of treason. So they bring these letters. Like it's in a stack of letters. The, the whole bunch of the letters are brought to the assembly, and Sextus is like, "I recognise my father's seal," uh, and so they son of a bitch. they open the letter. And lo and behold, the letter is in Tarquinius Superbus's hand. It requests that Antistius Petro deliver Sextus to the Romans alive. Oh my god. if not possible, then to chop off his head and send that to him instead. Oh dear. And as a reward for going through with this, uh, Petro would become a Roman citizen. He'd have entry into the patrician class and other punicarii. Gifts. Yes. Uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> Petro, uh, understandably, is quite shocked by this turn of events, being unaware that he had such a letter in his possession. Oh man! If only I'd known, I would have totally taken him off on this. I, I wouldn't find no. myself in
0: this present situation.
1: <laughs> and the assembly is rife and is like, dude, there's no way out of this no. and they stone him to death. Oh dear. My yeah. goodness, it's nice. so much more theatrical living. <laughs> oh dear. I feel like the uh the planted object ruse is getting a lot of play it in this particular is, narrative. Uh, yeah, exactly.
0: It is almost like you
1: could have people going,
0: Boo, hiss, in the
1: audience. <laughs>
0: yeah, yeah. Behind you,
1: behind you <laughs> Pretty much. Yeah. There seems to be something highly theatrical yeah. about this. Anyway, this sort of opens up the way for sexists to conduct Further investigations into the possibility of other citizens Let of me guess, Gabii. There's more treason to be under. You would not believe how many of the, <laughs> the citizens, prominent citizens, have
0: to be put to death. I know. It's almost like you just got rid of a lot of powerful people I, and I, made
1: it very vulnerable. Uh, <laughs> it, it is tricky. Um, it is not long before Superbus moves in with his army and easily takes the city. Yeah, yeah. I mean,
0: God, it's so much effort for. To take this one freaking city, but, yeah. but yeah. it's clever. It's clever. I'll give you that. Well, yeah.
1: and apparently quite clever as well, because um, the Gabino are n- notably afraid that they're going to be like killed or sold into slavery. Sure. And then Superbus does the uh, magnanimous thing. Does the surprise? <laughs> I'm going to make you all Roman citizens. Yay! <laughs> and not only, not only that you can rule your own city. I don't don't even want it.
0: Your clemency is unbelievable. Yeah,
1: yeah. (laughs) And it's like, after all of that. And so the people are like, understandably sort of like bemused, confounded, somewhat (laughs) grateful. Uh, Just confused all
0: around. Yeah. Um, Because one would have to presume that Sextus and his father would then be miraculously like reconciled or, or either they, or they just reveal the truth. It's like,
1: pretty weird. Yeah, pretty I don't know weird. how you're going to get over that. <laughs> yeah. So he seems to be operating on the principle um, that having some people in your pocket is a good thing. Yes. So maybe the rule with love is coming into play a little bit. Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah. Maybe he's learned his lesson. These <laughs> people are going to be super indebted to me
0: now. Yeah, because of course, when we're talking about you know, this last King of Rome and being a tyrant and stuff, he still rules for quite a long time. Oh, yeah. Because he comes into power in 534. And then... Apparently is deposed in five oh nine, so it's still a long reign. There's still lots to be done. There's a lot of yeah. build
1: up of agreements over time. Yeah, right? exactly. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> give him time. Much too an issue. People are very on. happy, but they're going to get more unhappy. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Oh dear. So uh, they draw up a treaty no. uh, with the Gabini mm-hmm. and uh, ratified an assembly. Nice. Some oaths are taken. Yeah. Um, and they do some sacrifices and oaths and stuff to make that all valid. Of course, yeah. And Sextus is appointed the king of the city. Nice. <laughs> Finally, yeah. after all this. <laughs> um, presumably because the people want him. Exactly. <laughs> That's right. Uh, <laughs>
0: say it. Say you okay. love
1: <laughs> King by right. Yeah. Yes. Awesome.
0: yes. awesome. All right, yeah. So, after all that. After all of that. Yeah. Apparently in Livy... This is where Livy actually has him getting work,
1: getting to work on the temple. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. So the narrative... Not just, you know, having money yeah. put aside, but actually,
0: actually starting to have it built.
1: Yeah, Dionysius takes up the same narrative structure. Yeah.
0: And apparently, I mean, you know, this is one of those signs, ooh, while they are, you know, uh, <laughs> building... What, oh, my God, what do you call it? The Foundations of the temple. Uh, apparently they find a human head which is Mm. in really good condition. Now, for me, I'd be somewhat upset if I found a human head while I was digging in my backyard. Well, But it's a sign that this was going to be the citadel of the Empire and and it was going to be the head of the whole world. Marvelous, marvelous.
1: It's kind of of weird. It's sort of described as this wonderful prodigy. Yeah. Uh, And so, like, they find the head... It's a man who's been newly slain, apparently, right. but who looks like he's still alive. Oh, that's coming. It's, it's a tenuous sort of grey area between the I'm still alive to I've just been slain.
0: Yeah, see, again, I don't know what I find more disturbing. Like, would I want it to be decomposed? <laughs> or like,
1: how did the head get there? Had it been there for long? It doesn't sound like it. And yet, on the other hand, what? 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 <laughs> exactly. So anyway... Um, So they stop digging um, Because they've found this head And it seems to be bleeding uh, (laughs) Still Fresh Yeah (laughs) Mysteriously fresh Nobody's quite sure They get the He calls over like the Roman soothsayers And he's like Guys what does this prodigy mean? We see According to Livy He calls in people from Etruria Because of course who yeah, else could yeah. possibly interpret this?
0: They're people from Echuria. <laughs> yeah.
1: Well, I mean, the native soothsayers in Dionysus' account don't come up with an explanation. They're just like, this is not our area of expertise. Severed heads, this is not what we do. Ah, okay. um, you really need to talk to the Tyranians. Yeah. Uh, and they really have the mastery over things to do with severed heads. Right. And, Good to know. Note to self. Yeah, and you should really <laughs> talk to them about it. Um, and so... They they do that. Um, they come to the house of the tyrannian soothsayer mm-hmm. and it just so happens that the um, Susea's son is walking out of the house at the time that they arrive. Yeah, and, and he's missing a head. Well, no, <laughs> I know. One could only hope, but, but no, he seems to he seems to definitely have his head right. Um, yeah, okay.
0: So and then, is, so and he,
1: the, he thinks of this head, apparently. Well, and they're like, yeah. we're here to see your father, the <laughs> yeah. soothsayer, the Tyrian soothsayer. <laughs> we've got this head, you see. Yeah, we've got this head, and we're really interested in this prodigy. And the son's like, look, how about you tell me all the details about this prodigy, and I'll make sure that, one, my father is the person that you really want to see. Yeah. Um, and also, you know, maybe I can give you some pointers on, like, how to present the evidence. Yeah. Because that's going to be really important. Yeah, yeah. And so they give him all the details, and he's like, all right, so... The thing that you need to keep in mind when you talk to my father about this, because you definitely should talk to him about it, it's (laughs) definitely the sort of thing he's interested in, Um, is that make sure that you don't let him lead you astray with questions. Because he will definitely try to make this prodigy about him <laughs> rather than about you. I I remember now. No seriously look, I mean if he can find a way to make this prodigy into something about him and himself and his people rather than you guys, like he's got a vested interest. So I'm just you know, that's my dad, so just be <laughs> and they're like, gee, thanks, man. That's really good advice. And so, <laughs> they're like, all right, be careful about how you relate the prodigy to the guy. <laughs> and so they go in there and he sort of, the soothsayer is like, all right, so like I'm seeing a hill <laughs> And they're like, yeah, okay, cool. Yeah. yeah. And he's like, and this direction and that direction and this direction. I can see all the directions on this hill. Was the head found in this part of the hill? And they're like, nah. <laughs> Not and, even then close. He's like, yeah. and he's like, what about this part? And they're like, nah. <laughs> and he's like... And so he tries all these different directions and like being like, look, I can see this hill. Just tell me where in the hill. And they're just like, no, man, no, man. It was just found on the hill. Yeah. Just on the hill. Like, yeah. Stop asking questions. Yeah, stop asking those weird questions, yeah. man. And so like... Eventually, the soothsayer is like, I just can't, I just can't get the, around these guys. Like, They're going to force me to give them the real prodigy. <laughs> like, I'm like, I'm like, all right, okay. Um, and he's like, all right, well, if that's the case, he's like, what this means is that uh, where you found the head is actually going to be the capital of, of all of Italy. Um, and the key to this seems to be that there are two... Tarpane Hills. Yes, right. And so he's trying to play into the idea that it might be the Etrurian. Yeah, Hill, yeah, yeah, as opposed to the Roman one. Of course, um, there's always this rivalry between the yeah. two. Yeah, but exactly. Rome, Rome, the Romans won't, won't concede that in the mm-hmm. questioning, and so he has to eventually concede that perhaps Rome is actually going to be the capital of Italy. I wonder, why, I wonder if that's why Livy just sort of goes straight to the answer. <laughs> like, <laughs> rather, <laughs> rather than having this possible... I just think it's really fascinating that in terms of prodigies, actually the way that you talk about the information becomes an yeah. important means by which you gain an understanding Absolutely. of the significance of the information as well. Definitely. Yes. Um, this, so yeah. So basically,
0: after this is decided, uh, Taquinius apparently just continues on with like a huge amount of building, massive building projects. Yeah. and he yeah. needs to basically call in a lot of help to do this. Obviously, he can't just you know.
1: Yeah, but he hasn't really been treating the plebs really well. No, and this is the problem. Yeah,
0: <laughs> basically everyone's working super hard on these uh, on this temple in particular. He's paying
1: them with what grain rations? Perfect. Not even paying them with coin.
0: Yeah, they're just not super happy. It's pretty hard work, as you can imagine, building yeah. a temple. Because, you know, temples not built out of mud bricks. Either that is hard. It's built out it's of stone. Gotta so. <laughs> yeah. quarry that stone. Yeah, exactly, Gotta yeah. shape that stone. Exactly. Gotta move that stone. <laughs> yeah, so they're not super happy. Um, and then, apparently, they also have to do other building things. So they have to perhaps make the seats in the circus and they have to help construct (laughs) the underground great sewer and things which
1: the sources admit these are amazing, but
0: it's hard work. Yeah, and and it doesn't
1: help that... Taquinius has also stripped the plebs of their rights legally to a certain degree. Yeah. yeah. Well, they'd been given protection from the patricians Yeah, by one of the earlier kings. Yes. He basically takes this away from them and mm. then co-ops them into like a serf workforce. Yeah, it's kind of... It's very feudal, really, isn't it? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> they're not very happy. No, you can understand that. They don't have their legal rights and they don't have any free time anymore, you know. No, no, exactly. Oh, dear.
0: Yeah, so basically... Um, Apparently, during all this building and stuff, there is also a bit of a bad sign that happens. Oh no! Yeah, okay, so a snake glides out of this wooden pillar, and everyone in the palace is really freaked out about it. Ooh, this is one that hasn't come up in my story. Okay, right, so then Taquinius is a little, he's not exactly scared, he's just more a bit nervous. (laughs) (laughs) Okay.
1: And so. Yeah. He's a little bit uncomfortable about this, guy? Yeah, so
0: again, he has to turn to Etruscans because you just can't have anything better when it comes to public prodigies.
1: What? Yeah. It's okay. speciality.
0: Yeah, exactly. Um, and then he thinks, maybe, in fact, I should send to Delphi, okay? And Delphi <laughs> is a huge deal. Mm. Yeah. Um, Delphi is where you go for, like, the best prophecies in the ancient world, or so oracles, okay? Um, and it's this is the... Um, Shrine to Apollo basically and there is a woman there who basically sometimes gives you very helpful oracles that are easy to interpret and sometimes gives you things that are completely obscure and no one can understand (laughs) now should I perhaps stop there with that story because I think it's leading us into uh, the next episode and I might lead us on a a bit of a point what does this portent mean
1: (laughs) spooky (laughs) we'll find out in the
0: next episode okay And now before we do leave you, dear listeners, we thought we might ask you a bit of a favour in 2015. Um, Obviously, we do this podcast for free and we enjoy it and we hope you do too. But we would love for other people to enjoy it with us. We'd like to build our community of listeners. So if you could possibly take a couple of seconds out of your day and give us a rating on iTunes, hopefully a good one, (laughs) we would really
1: appreciate it. We would thank you from the depths of our Roman soul. Indeed.
0: <laughs> We'd sacrifice in your honour.
1: <laughs> Perhaps a bull. Mm.
0: Well, I'm a vegetarian, so I'd sacrifice a carrot. Oh,
1: <laughs> the, head of a, the head of a lettuce? <laughs> I don't eat a lot of meat myself, yeah. but
0: I'm pretty sure I can do without the bull. Anyway, until next time, farewell. Farewell.